Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. That was for the far elves. That was for the frickin' air elementals. And that was for you being an idiot by walking in there and irritating three mimics while the rest of us were out here. Use your head, you genius. Buddy. Buddy, not a good look. Kicks him in the shin and runs back in the room. Bruh. Okay. <laughs> Raid on the Library of Secrets begins after our party has sailed clear of the Golden Archipelago accompanied by their strange new companion, the Living Star. Our party soon finds themselves guests of the incredible airborne College of Ether, a school of arcane study held aloft by enchantments and the solid clouds of the Overbright. The school is a place of magical magnificence, arcane innovation, and well-meaning chaos. Floating wizard towers and aerial common areas drift through the open sky, bound together by a tangle of thick ropes and swaying bridges. Far from the eye of intrusive governments or rival schools, this eclectic assemblage of mages is free to pursue the study of magic as they see fit. At its center is the Transcendental Library, a perplexing structure that stores untold secrets. The party will have to earn entrance to this fantastical library, overcome an unexpected assault by the Iron Chain, and unravel the mysteries within to discover the way forward towards the edge of the world. Is this on? Yeah, it's on. Hey, you guys. Listen up. Uh, yeah, you guys listening to this right now, we could really use your help. Um, we want to bring better quality content, and we need your help to do it. First, consider sharing uh, this episode and all our other episodes on whatever social media links you have. Um, you can also consider looking at the merchandise shop or click on listener support. Now, listener support is a monthly donation that helps with the equipment for better sound quality and it can be as low as a dollar a month or as high as twenty dollars a month it's completely up to you but we want to bring you a better sounding quality podcast and we can't do it just by ourselves so if you guys can help us out we can bring you a better podcast and that sounds like a heck of a good deal so until then stay safe have fun and if you haven't already Enjoy the episode. Where is it at? 8, 9, 10, 11, 13, 14, 15. Does that hit? Right on the money. Right on the money. Okay. he sees like this huge energetic punch just go crack and it doesn't cause a thunderous sound like the other ones usually do yeah but you can tell this thing was 
almost as nasty as his thunderous smite. As you, in slow yes. motion, you just see her jaw go. Mercer <laughs> just kind of laughs. Um, and let me check something. Nope. And nope. Both of the acolytes are absolutely stunned from what's just happened. So it's now Mercer's turn. So are they? They're stunned. So I would have an advantage. Uh, let me double check stunned real quick. I think you do. Attack rolls against creature have advantage. I've got it right here. Why am I looking at it on the phone? I just pulled it up. I'm looking at it too. A wise guy. Can't move or speak automatically. Yeah. Cool. So, Mercer's going to kind of shift to move in line with them. Because he can move 25 feet. So, like right to here. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's. Well, right here is the best line of sight you'll have with her. Otherwise, lockdown's blocking you. Well, that's why. That's why I said, <clears throat> you know, go straight down the wall because I can go twenty five feet. Twenty five feet. Oh, puts all the me way the to corner, here. And oh. I'm at deadline. With well, you me. said the word shift, so I thought maybe like five or ten. Yeah, feet no, sir. No. So on the first guy, bonus action force cannon. It's a good thing I had advantage there. That's going to be a. Uh, um, 26 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, Here we go. Is it 2d8? Yeah. For 9 points of force damage and he's pushed 5 feet. (laughs) She gets knocked prone from that. And then he's still up? Yeah. You said 9? Yeah. And then firebolt. Uh, For a 17 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. Twenty-one points. He's dead. Nice. Back to uh, Lockdown's turn. He's just like, okay, I'm done with the big stuff. You see the head of that dragon Eldritch Cannon thing just kind of go. <laughs> He's gonna go all out. Bonus action. Force cannon. <laughs> That's gonna hit. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. And this time Mercer does actually see him do this as he brings both hands together, his forefingers and his thumbs to form a diamond, mm-hmm. points it straight down at her, and that beam of radiant light shoots out of that diamond shape from his hands. Huh. Almost a crit. Dang it. Jeez. For another six points, and she's shoved into the wall like... It's like we're playing a game of uh, Push the Stupid. (laughs) At that, he just kind of sits there, backs off, and goes, You can finish her off. I'm done. He backs up. (laughs) Have at it. (laughs) Mercer walks. He gets gets within uh, five feet because he's going to have advantage. Well, he has advantage and disadvantage, so it's a straight roll. 
but he's basically just going to coup de gras and just cannon right to her forehead and just boom. Well, it's, at this, uh, it's a straight roll. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so that's, that's a 15 to hit. That just barely makes it. <laughs> yeah, so he basically, he just, he just kind of sits there. You still got to roll damage, because if you roll below, she's still alive. I know you can roll below a five. I can. I don't. That's eight. <laughs> now, I... My back is turned to lock. Mm-hmm. So, he he probably would get... He, he may or may not have... I mean, he'd probably have difficulty seeing this. But with as much issues as Mercer's had with the Far Elves... Mm-hmm. When he does, when he puts the cannon right to her forehead, you can just... He's just like... Done. He didn't carry the way. He's like, all right. As like split her head open like a melon. Oof. Let's go catch up with the others. Hold on, hold on. You may want to step out of the room for a minute, though. Why? Well, Celine likes the outfit on the monk, so I'm gonna go collect her clothes. Isn't she already wearing one of the outfits? Well, yeah, but now she has a backup. In case it gets ruined. And Mercer starts walking over. Do you have to take that one or don't you take the one off the guy? He's standing right next to you. Not wearing the same as the monk. The outfit's different. Because the monk is wearing that on your page. The acolytes are wearing the armor. Technically, that's the what the acolytes are wearing. Oh, okay. The monks. Oh, that's what the monks were wearing. No, the monk isn't wearing any armor. The acolytes are the one who have the the leather armor on. Okay. Well, he goes and well, so he grabs from the female one, and he he's like, "I'm just letting you know. If you want to walk away and not see this, that's fine." And he's. Literally starts stripping her right there on the spot. <clears throat> I really don't care. I just want to catch back up with the rest of the group before something ridiculous happens. No, it's fine. It'll just be just be you know a couple seconds here. As I proceed to <laughs> strip the corpse, so take all their weapons, throw it in my bag. Um, because the... they're gonna have. Two daggers apiece and three chains. Well, the monk doesn't have any daggers this time. The monk just has the chain. Okay. Um, the two acolytes each have two throwing knives. Yep. How many knives does that put you with now? So I gave two to the previous far elf, so that's six. That puts me to ten. Okay. Um, you're starting to notice that the daggers are giving off a very faint glow when they're all within the same area of each other. So I kind of like bundle them all up, something happened? No, they're just all glowing now. Okay. Mildly, but they're all glowing. Wrap them up, throw them in my bag, and same thing with chains. Okay. And then fold up the armor, and as we're walking, stick it in my bag. And just leave a butt naked far elf over there in the corner with a split skull. No, if you did the cannon thing right down on her head, it's not a split skull. It's a smashed watermelon 
all over the floor type yeah. of appearance. Um, and it's going to take you guys at least six rounds to catch back up. Sweet. That was only four rounds. So when Mercer said, or when I just said it was only going to take a minute, it literally only took a minute. <laughs> so in the process of them catching back up, what does um, Zabat, yeah, Zab- Zabak, Esther, and Celine all do? We're just going to post up and wait, man. Uh, Celine's going to start, like, going around and looking at, like, the stone sculptures. Well, yeah. Or the bone sculptures. And look to see if there's, like, any words or anything, like, behind the statues. Like, how Mercer found the one. Okay. Now, the reason I'm asking this is, this is going on at the same time that this was going on. Yeah. Okay. Um... She starts to look at the. Uh... Yeah, she's just, she's gonna start here, look around at it, see if it seems out of place, out of, you know, just not normal. Okay. Um, she starts to take a look at them, and at first it's just a look, but then she could have sworn that maybe one of the toes was slightly askew or something. She wouldn't touch it. She's not gonna touch it no. at all. Okay. No, with as much crazy stuff as has happened in here, she knows, like, okay, mental note, toe out of place. <sighs> Wait till the group gets back together and assess ours and then go, hey, Mercer, go put that toe back in place. <laughs> <laughs> Mercer gets to be the dummy, doesn't he? Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, at some point, I can just see Lockdown coming up to him, and one of those empowered smacks just dumbass. At some point, probably. <laughs> For as much as he harass, he you know he razzes him all the time. Okay, so as Celine is going through, I'm checking out all the skeletons. The hook horror hook hands. Looking at them, they almost look like they can be removed. Like, almost as if they're <clears throat> something that consistently gets removed and put back. Past that, um, shouldn't see anything else. Okay. Is there anything else she's done? Um, but how long did that take? Is she thoroughly studying them? Uh-huh. Um, probably about the same amount of time it takes for the uh, lockdown Mercer to show back up. What is uh, Zabak and Esther doing during this time? Just guarding the room. Huh? Just guarding the room. <clears throat> what else can we do? Okay. So, what I tell you? Six rounds? Yeah, it was a minute altogether exactly one minute they yeah. show up again and this is where it's kind of an interesting sight for the ladies as the guys show up and they just kind of walk in and it's one of those blink of an eye things again like they're not really paying attention to any one specific location in the room but all of a sudden they turn and look and bam there's the guys as they both just kind of right there in the room and even they're sitting there going 
How the... Huh? How in the world did we just... Transdimensional transportation. An interesting thing. Very irritating thing. Okay. So now what do you guys do? Um... Mercer is going to... First, he's going to walk up to Selena and be like, I can use a little healing. I took a few hits. <laughs> and so yeah. she's going to cast... Yeah, uh, cure Wounds at second level. And he's going to get a whopping nine points back. Uh, she's going to do it again. That's better. 18 back. It's 29. Alright, now he's only down by a few points. Huh. I'm gonna steal one of these off the moment. Um, and then she sits there and goes, Oh, well, you know, found two things interesting with the statues. One, um, looks like the. The hooks from the hook core can be removed. And two, that toe's out of place. Mercer, go put it back in place. <laughs> and he looks at her like, um, okay. <clears throat> Mercer pulls out his mithril spear and does the whole it. Carefully trying to slide it back into place. Yeah. He's like, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> so he takes the spear, right? Comes right up to it and just. As the whole thing collapses from that slight, minute little. He looks at Celine. That's your fault. She just kind of looks at him and shakes his head. Or shakes her head. Followed by the sound of wind or air starting to swirl slowly and then builds up to a very rapid sound. And two air elementals go... Right in the middle of the room. That's the hook horror, right? Huh? That's the hook horror, right? Yes. Okay, so Mercer's all the way over there. <laughs> just, just... No, it was the toe. He's over here. Because foot... Oh, I thought it was the toe on the hook cord. No, no, it... Foot. Okay. And the one who turns the page goes, Oh, oh my. Oh, dear. That, that's, that's, that's not... No. I'm not designed for... Combat. Um, Go to the corner. Bad. You should be safe in the corner. I would certainly hope so. I, I shall wait over here behind this this dead posing creature. <laughs> I assume initiative. Yep, initiative for everybody. Well, Selena's going super slow, and so is Mercer. Initiative for everybody. Oh 
Oh no. <laughs> All right. Do 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 do. do. I need to make that go away and bring this up. No, I said open. So I think maybe I need to just stick with the frickin' book. Okay. Put this back up now. As we are going to get this out of the way so I can see slide this up to here much much better let's see here All right, what did Esther get? Esther got a 13. Mercer? Six. That's not good. Is it back? 10. Wow. Yeah. Celine? Five. Oof. Oh my gosh. You guys are Feels tanking bad, it man. with this. And locked on. Of course. Of freaking course. So he, uh, does not have that spell anymore. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so he immediately, as a bonus action, does his stone a geese at, uh, Zabak. Mm being the other hard hitter. Um, I don't have that on that page. I gotta look that up again. Oh, da -da. That's stone. It is two plus sorcerer level level divided by four. Three points. What? She, um... Remind me, were we healed? Hmm? Yeah. We yeah. Okay. So damage from bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing is reduced by three points for her while he has that on her. Her being the heavy hitter is why he's applying that to her. Because typically in combat he recalled uh, Zabak and him were the frontline people that usually went up first. So I gotta remove three from every damage. That you take. Oh. Basically it gives you a slight bit of uh, oh. damage reduction. Yeah, no, he's trying to help you. Th okay, thank you. Because then that way if you get hit, if Zabak gets hit... He's able to teleport to an adjacent space next to the attacking creature and gets a free action to attack that does extra force damage as well. Okay. Um, and then he uh, 
Yeah, he immediately just looks over at one of them, and this is where everybody now gets to see it. He puts his four fingers and his thumbs together, and he as this beam of radiant energy shoots from his hands again. <laughs> and I rolled a freaking crit. Oh, man. Nice. Of course. I've said it once, I'll say it again. As much as I enjoy getting rolls like that, like any player would, when it's the DM that gets that roll in the attempt to help, it kind of feels like stealing the thunder from the players a little bit. <laughs> uh. And almost max damage, too. Wow. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, times 2, 28. 28. Holy crap. <sighs> and this thing is literally, like, you see the air get pushed into the wall, just like... <sighs> That did not like it. Um, now this next part before we move forward is for our listeners. The spell that Lockdown is using is a spell called Hard Light Beam. It comes out of last month's published work by Critical Crafting. I'm going to read it to you so that you guys also know what it is. It is a evocation cantrip. Casting time of one action, range of 60 feet, verbal and somatic components, and an instantaneous ability. Um, it can be learned. This is one of the downsides to all the spells from this published work. None of it is ours of artificer spells. <laughs> but it can be learned by bards, clerics, sorcerer, warlocks, and wizards. Pressing the tips of your thumbs and forefingers together into the shape of a diamond, you conjure a weaponized blast of light, blasting it towards a creature within range, making a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 radiant damage. If the creature is one size category larger than you or smaller, is pushed five feet away from you. On a critical hit, the target also is knocked prone at the end of its movement. Okay, so that air elemental got knocked prone too because that was a crit. Uh, at higher levels, the spell increases in power as you reach higher levels. Target is pushed 10 feet away from you when you reach 5th level, and takes 2d8 radiant damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you when you reach 11th, and finally takes 3d8 radiant and is pushed 15 feet away from you when you reach 17th level. Um, Critical Crafting got... Uh, we actually got in touch with them, and they agreed to let us have... A copy of the Hollowed Expanse from last month's um, published work of theirs. And in exchange, we agreed to help advertise them. Every month they come out with new work that consists of monsters, new spells, feats, subclasses, uh, sometimes new races. The Hollow Expanse is basically their version of Spelljammer, which takes you into a more in-depth version of the Astral Plane. Given that your guys' job is to try to get to the Astral Plane, this worked out perfectly. So, moving forward, we are going to be adding, I'm going to be adding more aspects of this into the, uh, into the episodes, into this game segment's 
and into the storyline in general. Um, <clears throat> so for case in point, moving forward when Esther blips into the astral plane using her robe. I suppose she'll have to, yes. Um, maybe she'll come across something like an odd-looking ship or a weird-looking set of plate armor that looks like a space suit with runes carved on it. All right, she blipped. What'd you do? Yeah. Um, oh, a bug? Yep. <laughs> I thought you were pointing something out. A nasty gnat. <laughs> um, new items, new all sorts of things. The subclass that's in here you guys don't have to worry about because it's a wizard subclass and we don't have a wizard. Um, the monsters by far were the thing that caught my eye the most. Um, especially this nasty looking guy. Ooh. To me that looked like something out of Alien. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on how things go moving forward there's some other things you might run into from here as well that play perfectly into the storyline. Um, to our listeners, if you want to find Critical Crafting, their website's going to be posted in the description for our episodes. Um, if you use the promo code LARP50, which is also going to be in the description, you can use that code in their shop to get 50% off. As well as think about joining their Patreon. They have over 750, I think it said 750 something like that of content, as well as all of their past published work. I think, don't quote me on that. I personally haven't seen it. Me too. Huh? I need to do that. <laughs> um, with that being said, Lockdown's taken his turn, and I did not list you guys in the order you're going in. Lockdown is first. Elementals are second. Uh, looks like Esther is third. Zabak is fourth. Mercer is not last. He's fifth. Celine is last. She'll be going sixth. So, Elementals. Um, yeah, Mercer busted the, uh, the structure, so this one shifts five feet to right here, and this one saw Lockdown attack the other one, so he shifts to right there, and they're each going to, um, both Mercer and Lockdown need to give strength saving throws. Lockdown made it. That's a negative. You didn't make it. A large whirlwind starts to go. You recall the uh, the paper cut thing from the steel books? Yep. This is similar to that, but it's primarily air, except it also catches a lot of the bone that's all over the ground. So... I'm losing my DAs. I need another DA. Ooh. Ooh. Let me take a look at something here real quick. 
not a D10. That is a D6. That's a little bit better, too. Um, 19 points of damage. Um, let me see here. Does it matter if it's piercing or bludgeoning when it comes to Mercer? No. Okay, it doesn't matter to Locked On either. Um, so it'll be 9 points to Locked On, 19 to uh, Mercer. <clears throat> and then the other one that's closer to Locked On is going to do two slam attacks. That's a miss. That's a hit. Ouch. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven points. Yeah, locked on ain't looking good. He's like, um, uh, Celine, could you some help? That hurt. On it. Not doing too good. And with that, it is Esther's turn. What's she doing? I don't know, man. You got two air elementals attacking. Right, 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 right. Well, see, I don't know what to use against them. Is the problem? Try to find out. Magic missile, then. Third level, or just regular. Sorry, first level. Nine points of damage on the one in front of Lockdown. The 3D one? Mm-hmm. How many points of damage was it? Nine. Okay. Is she doing anything else? There's nothing else she can do. So, no. Locked on just kind of looks at her. Don't you have some sort of like a scorcher spell or anything else? Man, I know that's a hit, so don't judge me. But yeah, yeah, I do. Alright, so then it is Zabak's turn. Time to get destroyed. I rage. Do? Okay, thank you. Are you happy? Yes, yes I am. Eat Very shit. happy. Eat shit. <laughs> what is Zabak doing? Zabak is going to kill this man real quick. That's going to make a really loud noise. Oh, I got him. Ew. <laughs> well, I didn't think I was going to get him. Shut up, man. I was about to say, don't do that right in front of the microphone. <laughs> I'm going to move to flank with Locked On. Even though he's on. done it like three times now. Well, yeah. I'm moved to flank with Locked On. All right. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. But up against this. Skeleton. He's flanked, so I have an advantage. Yep. Good thing, too. That's a 19 to hit. Oh, and Barrel follows her. Woohoo! Come on, little buddy. 19 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. Okay. 
16 points of damage. 16? Mm-hmm. Okay. You doing all right over there? Oh, uh, yeah. Starting to crash. See, no. Mm-hmm. Eight, seven, six, five. Okay. What? Nothing. I'll tell you later. I just... And for my second attack. Did you just think of something? I did. It was kind of funny. 26 to hit. I may still do it on my turn. Oh, yikes. Please yeah, 26 is going to hit. I know. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> 24 points of damage. Oh. Ow. <laughs> 24. Do you need to know if some of it was lightning? Hmm? Does it matter if some of that was lightning? Yes, it does. Oh, shit. Um, that's six points of lightning. Okay, and what was the damage that wasn't lightning? Like, how much and what kind? 25. No. Wait. Oh. Yeah. 25. 25 what? Points. That was not lightning. What, what type of damage? Just... It's the jawbone, so... Magical slashing, so... Yeah. Oh, just... Okay, that's what I need to know. Slashing, okay. 25. Okay. The lightning did not look like it affected uh, the creature as much as it should have. Oh, and then take, then give it back two more, because two of. I already the cut first the lightning one. damage in half. Oh, okay, okay. So that was Zabak's turn. Um, Mercer's turn. He's going to force cannon the air elemental that's right next to him. Okay. And that's going to be a 26 to hit. Yep, that hits. <clears throat> So, 26 to hit. Mm-hmm. 10 points of force damage and is pushed 5 feet away and he just goes, poof, be gone. <laughs> Bro. How many points do you do? 10. And it's shoved 5 feet away from him. Mm. And then firebolt for... Uh, 26 to hit. Totally misses. That's impressive. <laughs> As it's going to take 22 points of damage. Okay. Alright. And then, uh, Mercer is going to strategically move to the corner. All the way into the corner? 
Yep. So he's as far away from the elemental as possible. <laughs> Take it that one single hit didn't feel too good. Or was it the whirlwind? Uh, the whirlwind. It was not fun. Speaking of which, I gotta read through this whole thing. Oh. Okay, you got lucky because I forgot. I didn't catch this. When you got hit, you were also supposed to get thrown 20 feet away in a random direction and knocked prone. Um, and then if thrown, you were supposed to take an additional d6 bludgeoning damage for every 10 feet you were thrown. And then if you were thrown at another creature, that creature had to make a dexterity saving throw or take the same damage and be knocked prone. <laughs> <laughs> Consider that my mistake, and if you get caught in it again, Zero I'm not going to forget a second time. Fool me once, can't get fooled again. You sure about that? <laughs> Speaking of, I need to check. Nope. Okay. Wait, yes. Okay, um, it is Selene's turn. Selene is first going to bonus action healing word. Uh, locked on. He gains 10 hit points back. Okay. Um, and then. Doesn't really want to get in the middle of that. Uh, she's going to. She goes. Unfortunately, that's what you get for the moment. Uh, and then mage armors. It works. Thank you. Wait a minute. How'd she cast two spells in one turn? Bonus action. Healing words a bonus action spell. Yeah, but you can still only cast one spell around. Not unless it has a bonus unless it has a bonus action tag. Duh. You can't cast two action spells. It's a bonus action. So you can actually cast two spells. And you can't cast two fireballs. So when Lockdown was doing the bonus action Thunderous Smite concentration spell, he could totally still use Booming Blade as part of the melee attack with that spell and not actually depends on how exactly how it's worded because I think it says it, it's it requires a a melee attack right yeah as part of a melee attack action you mm -hmm. cast and then I assume booming blade says as a melee as a as a as a melee attack action so it's a standard action because you make a melee attack with it I don't see why you cannot, because I mean, rules is written is you can take a bonus action. You, if you have a spell, if you have a spell with a tag as a bonus action casting time, you can cast a regular spell and bonus action in the same round. Hmm. Okay, I was under the impression that you could only cast one spell per round. Well, normally, normally your spell is an action. Well, because it's a bonus action, it uses a different action economy. Different speed, different... Okay. Alright. Back up to the front. 
locked on. Um, he, uh, let me make sure this, uh, maybe does or doesn't affect, uh, his back. Maybe. Don't quote me on that just yet. Ten feet. Ten. Dang it. He goes, um, is it back? I'm, uh, sorry. Oh, man, what are you... Oh, sorry. What are you about to do? As he teleports and thundersteps. Bro. Over to here. Oh, that makes that easier. Thanks, buddy. Um, you're gonna have to do a con saving throw along with the two air elementals. Lovely. Oh, no. First one made it, second one did not. Good news is you're raging, so you only take half. Mm, true. What'd you get? 13. Nope. And, oh my God. and don't forget you subtract three from the damage before that even happens. Oh, no, yeah, that's yeah. only to slashing, piercing, and bludgeoning. This oh. is thunder damage. Oh, uh, never mind. You still have. Eight, eight. So 16, so you take eight points. You would have taken quarter damage if you had made the save. So, I have re- with my totem warrior path of the bear, I have resistance to everything except for psychic damage. So yeah, that's why you're only taking. That's half why you're raging. only taking half okay. while raging. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, and then he. Uh, that's the last time he can do that. So. Do, 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 do. And then he, uh, as a bonus action, does his. But this time, instead of it being a loud humming sound, it's just a weird color of energy that's swirling around his hammer. As he quickly casts a different smite spell on his hammer. Bro. That's all he can do. Um, it's their turn. Uh, James, give me evens or odds. Odds. Eight evens. I was really hoping with all the damage he had done from Locke, he would go after him. Right? That's why I said evens or odds. Because you you were both roughly the same distance away. Except Mercer backed himself into a corner all by himself. That's all right, he can get out of it. Easy target. That's what he thinks. Oh, wait. Strength saving throw. Uh, I tell the elemental to kiss my butt. With a strength saving throw of 17. Nice. Alright, so you take half damage again. Uh, Creature space. Oh, yeah, it's just Mercer. Okay. 
So 15. So 7. 7. And then the other elemental makes two slam attacks against Zabak. That's a crit. Oh. And that's a miss. So. Eleven. Thirty-two points. Oh. Legending as this thing just goes and smacks her. Oh, sixteen. Well, that's what I rolled was sixteen, but because it was a crit, it was doubled, so you took normal damage. But I have resistance. Esther's turn. Cool. Alright, fine. 60 feet, okay, good. Oh, remind me, what am I using? Hmm? You said something about scorcher. Yeah. Well, I've got fireball. Fireball. How about that? Yeah? Sure. Cool. Fireball. You didn't take Agonazar's Scorcher? That was a scroll. Mm-mm. I thought she had it as a spell. I've got... Um, or did you take Ashalardon's Stride? That that one. Okay. I got those mixed up. Okay. Fireball. Oh, no. Uh, 14 to hit. I believe that's a hit. Oh, really? No, missed it by one. Alright. Oh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Don't you have sorcery points? Yeah. Which two, which metamagic feats have you taken? Um. I've got it written down somewhere. I remember distance was one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh. But... Draconic Resilience. No, Draconic Resilience is a racial ability. Six no. level, so you have at least two meta magic feats. Okay. Distance and quickened are probably your two best ones. So use two sorcery points, use quickened spell, and cast it again. All right, it's a I'll... cantrip, so you have an unlimited use of firebolt. Okay, well, I'll do that then. And I got a natural 20. Sweet. So, 4d10. Yeah. Okay. Or 2d10 and double it. Yeah, Yeah, choice. that's what I'll do. Ow. Yeah. Shut up, man. What'd you up. grab? 2d10. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna roll too much again. <laughs> What'd you roll? 
I only got 10 points of damage. She rolled a 4 and a 1. So, 10. Yeah. Okay. Sad. He didn't like that. Ah. Which one did you shoot at? Probably the closest one. Yeah, that one. This one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he didn't like that. Mr. 3D. They're not looking too good. Yeah. Neither of them are. Good deal. Um, it is Zabak's turn. Alright then. Attack. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be 23 to hit. Did you roll a crit? No, I oh. got I have a plus seven, so. Okay. So that's three lightning. Right? Okay. And then seventeen slashing. Because the jawbone is slashing, right? Yeah. What? One hit point syndrome. Well, good. Zach's got another attack, so let's do this. It seems like a waste for one hit point. Oh, it's gonna be twenty-two to hit, man. Yeah, you kill it. Heck yeah. Still, this feels like a waste for a single hit point. <laughs> Happens. That's what it's. All right. So She's gonna was... move to flank with Mercer. Thank you. I get the Barrel, stay Mercer's there. Not staying right there, though. What? I said I get the feeling Mercer's not staying there, though. Speaking of which, it's Mercer's turn. Peace out. Disengage. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should know better by now. <laughs> I was gonna back your play, but whatever. Mercer is. Mercer looks like he's gone ten rounds with Mike Tyson and about ready to kick the can. <laughs> Can I go this way? You can. It's just considered difficult terrain. Okay, so 10, 15, 20, 25. You already disengaged, so you can't dash. Yep. Well, at least I'm between you and him now. I guess that's acceptable. And he's going to bonus action force cannon the stupid thing and maybe not get into the corner. Yeah, that's going to be a 22 to hit. For eight points of damage. Eight, you said? Yep. And it's now been... Shame on you! To the corner you go! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was 14. Okay. <laughs> right into the corner. And it's back up to Locked On. And you just hear locked on from way, way back here going, And I second that. Hard light beam. And just for the fun of it, he is going to... uh, He's going to expend... Two strikes is standard action, isn't it? It's bonus action. True Strike is a bonus action? I'm pretty sure it's a bonus action, if I remember correctly. I could have sworn it was a standard action. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. It is. It is? Okay. Then uh, he's going to use two sorcery points, change it to a bonus action, <clears throat> and attack with advantage with his heart light beam. Oh, I'm so glad I did, too. I almost critted with that. 
And I almost got max damage. Jeez. He kills it. 14, right on the money. Dang. <laughs> and the air elemental disappears. See, that's what I mean. Stole the freaking thunder from you guys again. Not even trying to. And Hockdown's just like, oh, I gotta sit down. I'm tired. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna take a moment and uh, rest. And um, Beryl just kind of looks around for a minute and goes, Woohoo! Comes right here into the middle of the room, starts to swirl around in a small circle. And a, uh, a sprout from the stone block, or not the stone block, but a sprout from the carpeted rug there starts to kind of come up. small little uh, section of the carpet starts to sprout upward and you just see it switch change as it starts to grow into a small little tree and it physically is like carpet up to that growth changes to wood and these branches come out and um, nine little uh, small fruits about the size of apples all drop the good berries. The good berry things. And then it swoops back down and as soon as it goes away, Barrel kind of looks around and goes, Good job, Barrel. We need food anyways. So, the good berries heal each of you for one, one point. <laughs> hey, and but it's treated as a meal, so. It's treated as a meal. That's the upside to it. That's all that matters because we're going to rest anyway. So, <laughs> Celine cast her Lehman's Tiny Hut. <sighs> Yeah. Can everybody fit in there? Because you guys have one, two, I can, three, four, it's nine five, spots. Six, seven. Okay. So, yep. Seven people. Whew. Okay. Eight hours go by. And once again, the one who turns the page is just standing there going, I don't believe I need to be part of this, but I appreciate it. I'll just stand here and wait, I guess. Mercer just kind of looks around. <laughs> With his androgynous looking face. I don't really have anything at the moment. So yeah, eight hours later. <sighs> Spell drops. Everybody's feeling a lot better. And the one who turns the page looks at all of you and, and says, I've been making some observations, and I noticed that the door is still locked, even though you've teleported through the room, 
out of it, back into it, fought off air elementals, sadly destroyed one of the uh, sculptures, unfortunately. Sorry, man. But the door remains locked. I'm not sure how to get through the door. Sling goes, I think I got this. Okay. Steps out to the center. Mm-hmm. Everyone stand back a little bit. Everybody backs up. Humming, humming, humming. Ashes of time. <laughs> okay. I love that spell. Yes, he does. Hey, when, when as a player you can't figure things out, let the past tell you how to do it. Was locked on with you guys when she got that spell? Nope. So this is the first for him. As she uh, takes some dust and... But the, the other thing that, that's the kicker is... And I don't... I, I think, because you say that, I don't think he, you, you kind of put two and two together at the moment. Uh-huh. But she cast Raxus's Chaos Bolt. He just got done being... Beating him. Because remember when Mercer was trying to create a cosmic rift? Uh-huh. And he cast, or Selene cast that spell. Okay. You would think with everything that happened to Locke, he'd be wondering how on Cosmic Earth she even got hold of that spell. Oh, it's no secret that that spell exists. Okay. Yeah, no, everybody knows that that was a spell he created. Okay, okay. He he still was known as one of the scholars of the College of Ethan. Okay, I just was he curious. He was just, what nobody knew, the thing that nobody actually knew was that he was also part of secret meetings that took place in the Tower of Cosmic Magic when it still existed. Got it, okay. So. Okay, well, that works then. Yeah. That, no, trust me, if there was something more to that, he definitely would have stepped in the minute that happened and been like, okay, somebody start talking or I start swinging. I don't care who you are. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just there. Um, so she... Uh, ten minutes. <laughs> it takes ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes later, lockdown's just kind of... In that ten-minute period of time, lockdown's going... Um, what are we waiting on? Well, well, and Mercer kind of leans over and he goes, so Selene picked up this really cool spell that um, cast ash into the air and it shows us the past in a very generalized information. And it has been a godsend for this amazingly freaking annoying library. <laughs> and it's hmm. freaking puzzles. Okay. How much longer is this going to take? It's a, it takes a little bit of time to cast. All right. So just just bear bear with it, because it, take, it actually take, it takes a minute to cast, and then it lasts for ten minutes. And he kind of just puts the hammer back down his belt, starts twiddling his thumbs. You can almost swear that he is as quietly as possible humming the Jeopardy theme. Oh, I take it back. It actually is just a... It's a one-action casting time. Sorry. It lasts for ten minutes to discern everything. So it, it, it half starts happening right away. <laughs> so even then, he can still... 
as the ash and everything is doing its thing. So it's an instantaneous casting time. Yeah, I got it backwards. Ten minutes of the effect. Dur- yeah. Okay. So we kind of were having it down the right way. Just got it backwards. Um, so out of somewhere in the middle of the room, they see a humanoid figure come walking up. And the first figure that they see pulls something out, comes up to the door, does something with their hands, and the door opens, and they walk through it. The second person they see come through, comes in, starts looking at the door, pulls something out, and starts doing it with their hands, but in a different fashion. And it seems as though the doors open up and they walk through. And then the dust dissipates. Mercer was like, freaking pick the lock. And walks over, picks the lock. Locked on comes over to Mercer and goes, We've been fighting off Far Elves and Air Elementals, and all you had to do was pick the darn thing. Mm-hmm. You haven't been in here this whole time, so you keep your little snap shut. No, Dang. I got experimented on by one of the most powerful sorcerers this plane's ever seen and had to fight off a near attempt of destroying the multiverse while simultaneously getting forcibly aged by chaos magic. Nearly 25 years of my life wiped out the existence in a split second. You're right, I haven't been here at all. I cursed a dragon and killed a leviathan, so anyways. Chill out, man. You didn't curse the dragon, the dragon cursed you. No, I said I cursed you, dragon. I cursed him. And she physically cursed you. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, I I did verbally curse the dragon, so I mean, I did curse the dragon. You, you, you remember that, that guy, the, 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 the mandri, mandrill, mandrite, man something? Archimandrite. Huh? Archimandrite. Is that what he was called? Mm-hmm. No, I already forgot about him. Liar. <laughs> it's like, this guy that we fought made him look like a clown. Sling gives him bardic inspiration. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh boy. I'm gonna get my dice ready. <laughs> Fifteen. What'd you get? Fifteen. You are one lucky duck to have that bardic inspiration. <laughs> you hit it right on the money. Yeah, because that's what it took to. <laughs> I was about ready to roll on the dra- on the library defenses all over again. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys, he he's fighting with it a little bit, and it's almost like the Skyrim pick the lock thing where he could have sworn he had it. And That's really good at those. And pops up and uh, da, 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 da. Mercer takes his picks and everything goes and puts them away and into room four just like he knew what he was doing in the first place hmm 
Okay. <laughs> Room 17, which is the, uh, the hallway. Okay. Portrait corridor. Incredible lifelike portraits of dignified mages are spaced evenly on the walls of the hallway. Sitting atop a podium at the end of the hall is a glowing crystal ball. Cool, man. Do we see the doors along the way? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna check the doors. Mercer's gonna go check the doors before he messes with the shiny thing at the far end of the uh, the hall. He's gonna check the doors. Okay. So first one right there. Um, let me see here. The doors all seem to be unlocked as far as I'm seeing. Hang on just a second here. Four doors. Okay. So, 14. In the words of my wife, I throw open the door. No! Coming from the guy who absolutely hates doors. I do hate doors. I, I, I've been getting a lot of different uh, D&D minis, all of which are different types of doors. <sighs> doors. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually one of those doors is going to pop up on this map and you're going to be like, Fuck it. It's a mimic door. Um, That's right, you heard it. He didn't deny it. This one, do you want me to read through all of these real quick for uh, you? Yeah. Okay, so this one, small chamber, contains a large, complex-looking device of gears and conveyor belts tightly packed with thousands of books. Two extendable metal arms extend from the device that end in damaged hooks. A narrow chute leads from the machine through the wall down into a room far below. Um, Fifteen... This cramped chamber is lined with small podiums showcasing strange creations under glass, their origins and functions unknown. Each item is entirely different and unique from the others and don't resemble any sort of item you've ever seen before. Plaques labeled with vaguely descriptive names are attached to each case, including club with holes, floppy hat, winged cane, and three-sided spoon. And then... What's the floppy hat look like? Huh? What's the floppy hat look like? Um... The floppy hat looks like a jester's hat. Nah. What were you thinking? It was, depending on what it looked like, I was like, Mercer was going to take it. What were you wanting it to look like? It, it well, when you said floppy hat, I kind of think of that that like the hat that has like the little ear things that that fold up along the side, and then you can unhook them and they fold down, and you can tie them. Okay, well, it doesn't give an actual description, so if you want, I'll say it's that. I check six cases unlocked. Uh... First, I check six cases unlocked. Give me an investigation check. Um, oh, I take it back. The door to that room is locked. You need to give me a feed tools check to open that door. 
Uh, it's going to be a 17. Okay, so that opens it. Then you go in and you find that stuff. Um, your 20 on the investigation shows it to be unlocked. Pops it open. Mm-hmm. Grabs the hat. A big open mouth reaches out and bites you. Bad hat! You know what you picked up? A mimic? Yep. Of course I did. <laughs> and Mercer is in this room. Right here. So, give me a second. Because you're about to go into initiative. No, man. Mercer won the stylish hat. I just think it's kind of funny that we were talking about mimics and all of a sudden you came across the mimic. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to beat this thing into submission. So, Ooh, I wonder if I can talk it into being my friend. What? You're trying to convince it? Yeah. How are you going to do that? All right, what did Mercer get? Mercer got a 15. You know, like you said there, hey, hey, I'll feed you. Just, you just need to just sit on my head, and then when I need your assistance, you can attack him, boy! What? That's not going to work, man. Oh, come on, it'd be funny, though. I mean, I hope it works, because, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do that, but it would be hilarious. Oh. All right, so the one you're holding, i say is that one. So I'll go first. Then you realize two others sprout to life on either side of you as well. So the other items that are in the case come to life? The only one that doesn't move is the cane that you saw. Everything else goes... And three mouths are now biting at you. You are third in the... Uh, in the lineup. Okay. Um, along with that, you also realize that uh, the hat is sticky, and your hands are stuck to the hat at the moment. Yep. So the one that's uh, that you're stuck to. Oh, that's considered to be grappled, isn't it? Yep. I'm gonna try to bite you. Almost a crit. Almost. So... What's the total? Hang on. One point... Or, I'm sorry, four points piercing. Hold on. Hmm? What was the roll to hit? 23. Shield. 24 AC. Mm-hmm. What kind of a spell is shield? Does it, it take somatic components? I don't think... Let me look. 
Because if it takes somatic components, you won't be able to cast it because your hands are stuck to the hat right now. Wiggle my fingers. Your hands are stuck to the hat. <laughs> Ah, dang it. It does have semantic. Oh, wait, never mind then. <laughs> Just. I'm going to check this real quick. Yes, we are still recording. Good. All right, so it was four points piercing and two points acid. Second one, which I'm going to mark these, 7, 2, 14, that way I know which one's which, is going to try to hit you with its uh, pseudopod. pseudopod, yep. That's going to be a 19 to hit you. On the money. Five points bludgeoning, and Excuse me. it adheres to you as well. So now you have two of them stuck to you. And now it's your turn. Now you hear where she goes, Bad touch! And runs out of the room. The floor. With as... two mimics attached to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's rough, buddy. That's rough. Ah, get it off. Get the, the GM runs around with a hat in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. <coughs> and he's going to proceed to attempt to. I'm just picturing this little gnome with these things stuck. Help me! And he's going to proceed to try to unstick himself from the hat. Alright, I need escape checks, one for each. Okay, that's a, that's a solid 20. Um, ability checks made to escape this grapple have disadvantage. 15. That's the first one. So the, you are able to unstick yourself from the hat and drop it. How far did you go? Like, where did you run to out here? Uh, right out in the foyer. Like, right in the center. Right there? Yep. All right, so you drop this one right here. Yeah, no, the other one's getting drug along. All right. So the other one's still stuck to you? Yep. Where is everybody else at in here? I, they would be in the... Well, I know Celine would be in the foyer. Yeah, in the back. Right up there. Esther kind of hanging back. And she's kind of like, initially, Celine would be like looking at some of the artwork. I'm going to put Lockdown down here because he's going to look at the orb. The one who turns the page will sit right here in the hallway. And everybody just kind of turns and looks and like, what the heck? At this point, Esther's back. Celine and Lockdown can join initiative. They're going to be after everybody else, though. It's fine. So, what did Esther get? Ooh. 
for what now? Initiative. 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 Esther got. Oh, not so great. 16. Okay. Zabak? 22. Selene? 9. And locked on. Of course. So, no, not locked on Zabak. Jeez. Um, Zabak, then locked on. Then Esther, and finally Celine. Alright, so. Mercer, tri Mercer tried to escape the first one and failed to escape the second one, right? Yes. Okay. That makes it the third uh, the third mimic's turn. 5, 10, 15. And it tries to hit him with the pseudopod. And he's still grappled by the one, so... I'll have advantage as well. 22. Now I cast my shield. Because I got my hands free. Yeah. Okay. Middle finger to that. <laughs> as it hits a force field. Alright. And that's going to stay active until start of your next turn. Uh huh. Right? Yep. Okay. Um, following that, it is now Zabak's turn. Alright, time to get wrecked, buddy. You've got two mimics that are attacking Mercer at the moment. I moved to flank the one closer to me. Hmm? I moved to flank the one closer to me with Mercer. Right to here? Yes, because I am enraged by this turn of events. As she gives me a death glare. Well, it wasn't a one I missed. Well, roll again because you have an advantage. Oh, yeah. You're flanking. Forgot about that. Rolled the same thing twice. Oh, my God. What did you roll? Double twos. Two. Oh, Here I go for my second attack. Natural there we 20. go. That's what we like to see. All right. Make this thing go crisplat. This is the hat, too. <laughs> That's four lightning. Hmm. Four lightning, and sixteen slashing. Oh, so twenty points all together. Mm -hmm. All right. Alrighty. So that was the pack's turn. It's now Lockdown's turn. <clears throat> he. Uh, Not too sure what to think at the moment, so he shifts to right here. And that minute is still going on, so his uh his weapon is still active. Let me take a look at what that did again. If this will open up. You mean the one that he cast while we were fighting the air elementals? Yeah. We took an eight-hour rest. We did. That's right. I forgot about that. As much as I would like the extra damage. 
Well, it's a bonus action to cast it, so... It's up here. Do, 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 do. <sighs> so he bonus action recasts it, <laughs> and that energy swirls around his hammer again. He walks right up and just boom tries to hit this thing. We're going to throw Booming Blade into the mix with that, too. Pretty sure that's going to hit. Oh, yeah. That's going to hit. That's definitely going to hit. It's like a 23 to freaking hit. So. Uh, let's see. Where's your spells at? So, 1d8 thunder. Where'd that other d8 go? There it is. Plus 3d8. Plus, what was this? A d6. Okay. So, yeah. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So that's 18 there. Plus another 8 for the booming blade. As it now becomes shrouded in booming energy. <sighs> Plus another four points uh, psychic damage. So 18 and 8, that's um, 26. 26. Plus another four, that's 30 freaking points of damage. Holy freaking crap. And that was on number 14. That was the wrong marker. And then he has to make a saving throw. Do, 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 do. What's the saving throw he has to make? Wisdom check. Course mine takes freaking forever to do. 18, he makes the wisdom saving throw. Okay, still, that's a nasty amount of damage right there. Um, so that was Lockdown's turn. It is now Esther's turn. Lockdown just kind of looks down and goes, One of your bigger hits, not your missiles. Ugh, fine, man. Or do something to incapacitate them, like hold person or something. I got you, I got you. I'm going to move so that I'm in direct line of sight of them. You're already in direct line of sight of them. Well, I need to move in front of Celine. Oh, so you can hit both of them? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so 5, 10 to right here. Mm -hmm. And...
So make a dexterity saving throw for both of them. Okay. That's a 12 for the first one and a 16 for the second one. Never mind. What were you trying to cast? Lightning Breath. Was it still does damage, they just take half damage oh, if they made okay, the save. Okay. 2d6. What was the saving throw they had to make? It was a 12. Okay, so one of them is going to take the full damage because they only got an 11. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Okay, well, that's three points of damage. In total? Yeah. Okay. You happy? Where's all your spells at? Right in front of me. Can I see them? This goes like this. Okay. And then there's one more. Hey, it is Celine's turn. going to uh, how how is the one in front of the back looking number seven about 50 50 okay she's gonna rack the one closer to locked on looks really really bad um so the one like right there in the middle between Zebek and Mercer, she's going to Raxus's Chaos Bolt. Okay. She can direct those at different individuals, right? Yeah, but just like the scorching ray attack. Yep. Okay. But in this instance, she's going to try to just burn the one out. Uh, does a twelve hit? I don't believe yeah. it does. It right on the money does. Okay, all three hit. Okay, so the first one. Okay, so that's going to be poison. So seventeen points from the first one. Okay. Uh, poison again for 11 points. Okay. And then f uh, lightning for the third one, and that's 16 points. Oh, wow. Alright. Let me add this all up here real quick. 6, 1, 7, 7, 7, that's 14... Good damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You kill it. Heck yeah. You did 44 points of damage in total. Nice. This one go bye-bye. Lockdown's looking at Celine going, I kind of want that spell. It's nice. No kidding. I found it, and I got it just to make Mercer jealous. 
Nah. And he looks over at Mercer. And Mercer just looks at him like, I really want that spell. Like, really bad. And I can't. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so that was Celine. Um, back up to the top. This mimic is gone, which makes it that mimic's turn. It's going to attempt its pseudopod on uh, locked on. It misses. I don't even need to look at locked on's AC to know that that misses. Um, and then it's Mercer's turn. So, okay. Real question here. Hmm. So, the way the spell reads, Vortex Warp. Okay. You magically twist space around another creature you can see within range. Your target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. The target can choose to fail. Or the target is teleported to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within range. The chosen space must be a surface or in a liquid that can support the target's weight without the target having to squeeze. It says nothing about taking something with me. A.K.A. the mimic stuck to me. If I choose to vortex warp myself... I go, the mimic is left. Oof. Can you vortex warp yourself? Mm-hmm. Don't okay. see why you can't. Um. Okay. So. I choose to fail my save. Uh-huh. And I go, whoop, over here by barrel. Nice. Stupid, sticky freaking nasty thing. <clears throat> Locked on, having seen this spell before and already figured out what it was, looks at Mercer and goes, really? <clears throat> you couldn't blip that one, I don't know, into maybe this one? Do you realize how hard it is to get these things off each other? Or off you, yourself? Exactly. You blip one into the other, they're stuck together. Well, I assume they could choose to unstick themselves on their own. It's kind of like magic. No, instead you decided to leave me over here by myself with these things. Mercer just kind of looks at him and is just like, You're the upfront melee guy. I'm the ranged guy. Range, go away. <laughs> like I said, Lockdown and Mercer are going to slowly have this sibling, sibling rivalry going on. Because <laughs> Lockdown knows just how hard he can hit, and Mercer does too. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Mercer. Uh, it's the second Mimic's turn. It's going to try and attempt its pseudopod on Lockdown. Of course, that cost me a second level spell slot that I only have two. Oof, man. Seven. Mm. 
Yeah, unfortunately, that's the downside to artificers. They don't get a large... Miss by one. Yes. They don't get a large spell pool. It was a joke going around that there was uh, somebody talking about uh, artificers and it was making fun of the idea that artificers are basically a lesser spellcaster just to make up to allow them to have a little bit of uh, melee combat combative capability. It's like, yeah, it's the stuff that they can do that nobody else can do that makes them really, really interesting. That's why I like it, because the fact is I can make my own magical items and it doesn't cost me anything other than my arcane infusion. Now, is that for any type of artificer, or is that specifically the artillerist? Any of them. <laughs> That's so cool. So, at level four, he should have two infusions. Oh, locked on? Uh -oh. oh, yeah, he does. Um, it's Zabak's turn. All right, let's... let's gosh... Move to flank. With, with, uh, which one? 14? Yeah. It's right to here. Yep. Oh, yeah, I have it managed, thank God. <sighs> 11? To hit them? Yep. Uh, no. I think so. Ooh, yeah, buddy. How about a uh, 24? That's going to hit. Yeah. Which one are you hitting? I'm hitting 14. The one oh, just us. 14? Yeah. So I can't do I'm just going to do this out of this. So that's 5 lightning and then another 16 points. You kill so it. Oh, heck yeah. You had 19 hit points left. Yeah, buddy. Get wrecked. That was Zabak's turn. Now it's Lockdown's turn. <clears throat> and he goes, well, I had a way I was going to do this. No offense to you, Zabak, but you uh, kind of got too close for me to be able to do this. So we're oh, going to yeah. do this the, uh, the old-fashioned way. yells out, smack it with your thunder stick. <laughs> just chuckles. <laughs> That's what he was about to do, too. <laughs> he brings up the hammer. He's going to move over 10 feet this way. Pulls the hammer out and just kind of lines it up like a baseball bat. Two sorcery points, true strike. Quick and spell, true strike. Dang, my dice like to tease me. One off from a crit again. 19. Jeez. So, initial damage. Ooh. Out of 3d8, I got two eights. Nice. Nice. Mm. 18. 20, 20, 20. That's 22 points. Um, and then it's 2d6 thunder. 
hold two points. Of so that's when you celebrate too early. I didn't celebrate anything. I was just happy to see good damage there at first. That's what I'm saying. You're like, yeah, and all of a sudden it's like, no, here you go. You get double ones. But it takes 26 points of damage. Looking like crap. Uh, let me find out here real quick. Um, I'd say it's about a 50-50 right now. But then it gets smacked 10 feet. Back into the room and he's just like, go to your room. And that's Lockdown's turn, so Esther's turn. All right, man, let's do this. You are going to have to move to get Linus side of it again. I know, I know. So I'm gonna move to go to where I can see it. Speed so you move ten feet up, so you're next to Lockdown. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Firebolt again, I guess. How's a uh, 16? That's a hit. Heck yeah. And then 1d10. I should be doing 1d10, right? 2. 2d10. Two. Two oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, 11 points. Is that all you're doing then? Yeah, that's all I can do. And it is Celine's turn. <clears throat> and you said it's looking about 50-50? Yeah, it's looking a lot worse now. Um... Ten points wasn't a whole lot, but it looks way worse now. I don't want to blow a third level spell for that then. Um... She is going to firebolt as well. Where's that? Oh, I'm never mind. Yep, that's a hit. What's she casting? Firebolt. She's going to have to move to get Linus. She does. She moves in front of Esther. For six points of fire damage, and then she moves ten feet again towards you to get out of the way. You said how many points? Six. It was a crap roll. Alright. That was Celine. Um, 14 is gone. So we are back to Mercer. Um, Locked on just looks at Mercer and goes, You ain't gonna be ranged worth crap if you don't get over here. Mercer walks over right in front of Esther. What, man? 5, 10, 15, 20. I'll show you ranged. 
Bruh. Scorching ray! Shoot, yeah, man. And just burns this thing to ash. Heck yeah. Rolls three ones. Ooh, not a good look. Uh, 14. That's a hit. That's my lowest roll. <laughs> I just gotta hope a karma kinda came back at you a little bit. So first one's 11. Second one's 14. That's 25. It's dead. And the uh, third one is another 11. So 36 points as he just sits there. <laughs> Stay dead! Right after he does that, he feels three times on his head a slight tap as Lockdown goes. That was for the Far Elves. That was for the freaking Air Elementals. And that was for you being an idiot by walking in there and irritating three mimics while the rest of us were out here. Use your head, you genius. Buddy. Buddy, not a good look. Kicks him in the shin and runs back in the room. Okay. <laughs> Give me a con saving throw. 21. Okay. Kiss my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Almost about ready to have him vortex warped right back in front of him. And that's for being an idiot. <laughs> so yeah, he does. He <laughs> kicks him in the shit and then he runs back in the room and grabs the winged cane. Bruh, can you not? Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me get back to that room real quick. <sighs> and then he runs out. Give me a sleight of hand check as you try to grab for the uh, winged cane. Uh, it's going to be a 13. You get a hold of the winged cane. And as you do... I need a charisma saving throw. <laughs> 14. You fall under the effects of the silence spell for the next three hours. You've got the cane, but you failed the sleight of hand check, and the library defenses hit you with a silence spell, which you failed the saving throw for that. So now you are mute for the next three hours. Mercer walks out, you know, cane in style, just like... Okay, what is that? What? What? Speak up. He whacks him on the head with the cane. He whacks him. Mercer back with the hammer. Voice. Words. Eh. Yeah. The thing you can't stop doing. What? I don't know what you are saying. Somebody help me here. Celine comes over. Because she's very perceptive. Mm -hmm. So she starts watching and reading, basically reading his lips. Yeah, it's going to be a 21 perception. He's saying, that's the silent cane. <laughs> the silent cane. That's, that's what he's calling it. <laughs> right, hang on just a second. Let me get back to that room real quick. Where is it? 
Um, looking at the cane, um, you can give me an investigation check to it. Uh, Is this a magic item? It's the cane, so yeah. 20. 20. You start to look at it a little bit and you're like, this is a winged cane. Um, you'll have to actually identify it. Mm -hmm. okay? But this is out of game info for you. A four foot long wooden cane like device with spinning brass fittings affixed to the top weighs five pounds. As an action, the command word may be spoken, activating the device. The brass fittings extend to a large rotating circular wings. The bottom of the device extends another four feet and produces a wide circular platform. The ornithopter safely holds six or fewer humanoids as long as they hold on to the device with one hand. The ornithopter has a flying speed of five feet and is controlled by the creature who activated it. Repeating the command word returns the device to its original form. Nice! <laughs> it only flies for five feet. Oh. Now, now is it... Because I, I thought that was its movement speed. So, like, you can go five, 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 five. Yeah, every round it can fly five feet. Still. So it flies very slowly. Doesn't matter. I need to get up a 60-foot cliff. A minute later, I'm up there with no expended effort. <laughs> and I took six people with me. Or, well, five other people with me. This thing's fantastic. <laughs> uh, make a note for next time that you are mute for three hours. Mm. Well, I will tell you this. Like, so while Mercer is playing up the fact that it's a silent cane... Uh -huh. You know, as everyone's trying to, you know, why, you know, everyone's kind of like looking around. Mm-hmm. He sits there and he goes, to, he walks over to Celine. And again, being very perceptive as she is, he, he kind of like, you know, gestures like, you know, like wide, like signal, like, like the library. Mm-hmm. You know, basically he's trying to mime that the library cast something on him. And at one of those moments, just because she kind of knows how, like, Lockdown and him are, uh -huh. she waits till kind of, like, Lockdown's kind of, like, focused on something. Spell magic. Mm. <laughs> on the cane? No, on Mercer. Nothing happens. Oh, okay. Library is way too powerful for its defenses to be dispelled like that. Eh, well, you know, you never know. <laughs> she tries. Oh, yeah, I absolutely give you credit for it. The upside is it doesn't trigger a secondary effect. <laughs> I mean, if you think back to it, when Mercer did the detect magic, I told you that oh, I know. every piece of anything and everything that makes up the library had some sort of magic integrated into it. So it's almost like building a chair, but enchanting every piece of the chair before it's built with different things of magic, and then building the chair. So now every single piece has some sort of magic integrated into the very fibers of it. So it's 
a multitude of enchantments blended into one. That's fine. Um, is there anything else? No, no. not at this point. It's a little 8 after 12. Yeah. Good night. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.